Oh my god, him I pulled you off. Welcome everyone to another episode of Back in My Day. My name is Michael R. Power. David, our normal host, uh, will be joining us shortly. Uh, but for now, I'm joined by Ian Walter. All right, Ian, thanks for joining me on this 150th episode of Back in My Day. And Back in My Day, the podcast where the not so stereotypical millennials. Uh, look back on things that we enjoyed from our youth back in our day, from the 80s, the 90s. Uh, today, though, since it is our 150th episode, we're doing something a little bit different. It still ties into things that we liked when we were growing up, but also is still happening today. So we are going to look at the Marvel movies, something we haven't done since episode 15 of this podcast. And now we're in episode 150 um is do a little ranking of the marvel cinematic universe which you know if you listen to this podcast we are marvel zombies from way back we love the marvel universe we love the marvel movies since we were kids uh, especially you and me ian and back in episode 15 me and dave gave our entire 22 movie rankings of the marvel movies now that we're episode 150 there are 30 Marvel movies. There's been eight Marvel movies released since we started this podcast, which is crazy. Yeah. Or since episode 15 of this podcast. And uh, why don't you explain? Nine. Sorry, it's nine. It was Endgame and no, uh, Far From Home that hadn't come out yet. So, oh, wow. Uh, crazy. You ranked 21 movies. Yeah. 21 movies. Oh, that's crazy. So, um, why don't you explain? We're going to do things a bit differently in this episode. On episode 15, me and Dave, we, we each ranked our movies in our own personal order. But this episode, Ian, we're gonna, for our 150th, we're going to do something different. So why don't you tell everyone uh, what we're going to be doing today? Yep. So way back when I joined the podcast, I remember that was one of the episodes I listened to to get a feel for how you guys uh, like to run it. But uh, I remember also we did an episode on Pixar movies. So we all gave our rankings. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, uh, you know, I, I just made for my own, for my own pleasure <laughs> back in my day, ranking of of the pixar films at least the first 20 when when we did that episode so this one's going to work a little similar we've all given our lists and i've compiled a consolidated back in my day ranking for the mcu so we're going to go through it from 30 down to number one and that is our definitive at least for right now uh Mm -hmm. ranking of the mcu films for the podcast uh for the first four phases because the phase four has now ended and mm-hmm. Phase 5 has begun with Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, as I'm the only one who's seen it out of the three of us. So we have left that out of the ranking, but we've ranked the previous 30 films, which is quite impressive for Marvel, if I might say so myself. Yeah. It's and um, yeah, yeah. so let's get that out there. We have, Some of us uh, have been away on uh, official Jedi business <laughs> and haven't been able to uh, get to the movies, speaking of myself and wife power. Um, bit of a busy lately with a little Padawan. And so, yeah, if I sound a bit tired, that's why. And also that's why I haven't seen any new movies lately. So even though it's coming, this episode is coming out after Quantumania, it's not going to be included in our ranking and will just give us more reason to come back and revisit our rankings uh, in the near future. Yeah. And I thought what was cool now going forward, we've established this list. We can kind of just speak to where, 
the next movie fits in or where we think we would rank it among that list. So yeah, uh, for sure. And if you want like individual lists of ours, you can find it on our letterboxd accounts. Uh, We'll, we'll drop those like in the show notes, but this way of doing it, uh, this consolidated list just makes it, you know, easier. There's just one list for us to talk about one, one set of one list of movies. And we can talk about each movie a little bit and yeah, we can go through the entire ranking and we can call it the definitive back in my day, MCU ranking of uh, MCU movie ranking. So, I guess without further ado, Ian, let's kick it off. Let's start with the with the thirtieth. Uh, well, you know, we don't really hate on any of the Marvel movies, so let's call it the thirtieth best movie. Well, that's why I had so much fun making this list because there are no bad movies on in the MCU in my mind. I know that the internet doesn't share that opinion, but uh, uh, by any stretch of the imagination. But I think uh, you know, like you just said, we've we've enjoyed each one of these films whether or not it's our favorite. And hey. we have a gracious host, Dave Petrangelo. I, I just I just heard something about we don't we don't hate any of these movies. Guys, come well, on. Then you come had on. to you had to show up to put me in my place. We couldn't just start off on literally a literally the note. first thing I heard, literally the first thing I heard when I put my headset on is no, we don't actually hate any of these movies. Yeah. I, like these movies. I, I was like, okay, I have to get this head <laughs> nice and quickly. So just to uh, to dive right in here, we're going to start off with one that perhaps one of us hates, but not all of us, and uh, that's number thirty. And I think this is a fitting one. The Incredible Hulk landed at number thirty, mm-hmm. so that's okay. that's the bottom of the barrel, folks. And I think you know we don't have to get too far into it, but I'm just saying that I think it kind of makes sense to me that that one's on the bottom. It's the one that felt like it was the least connected to the MCU, mm-hmm. at least until recently. And they never really, I mean, they changed the actor for kind of a lot. Like in the Avengers, they brought right. out Mark Ruffalo as opposed to Ed Norton. So this one, it was done at a boom, at a time where it wasn't even Marvel Studios doing The Incredible Hulk. It was just something that they acquired to make the whole Avengers project work, the Avengers initiative. So The Incredible Hulk's on the bottom. Uh, how do you feel about it? Uh, you're probably not too surprised, I guess. No, I don't think so. I, I, I think... Honestly, I think the bottom, I don't know, I want to say 10 movies or something are probably not going to be a huge surprise. So, right. Um, yeah. 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 I think there are like of the all the MCU, 30 movies. So I'm not hating on the MCU, but of 30 movies, there are three bad movies, in my opinion. Like, that I consider bad movies, and I would concede to them being bad movies, even though Incredible Hulk, I still liked it. So yeah, like, but I will concede it's like it's it's a pretty bad movie. So we'll see. uh, We'll see if the next one is the one. Other two I'm thinking of. The Incredible Hulk is on the bottom of our barrel, and the next one is not surprising either. I think the bottom three seems rather universal when I look at some of these uh, MCU rankings. Number twenty nine is Iron Man two. Oh yeah! Uh, oh, really? I, I know. Oh, see, I'm I know, surprised about that. See, I know that some people put this at the absolute bottom of their list, but I mm-hmm. disagree. I think that when it came out, it was a it was a fine sequel to Iron Man. It just so happened yeah. to be like you know nothing. Com- well, it followed Iron Man. <laughs> well, and, and it was like nothing compared to what they went on to do with like the Avengers and everything. It, it kind of yeah, gets, yeah, yeah. Kind of gets easily quickly forgotten after that point. But I thought it was still an enjoyable sequel. Like if it, if this was all we got. And it wasn't connected oh. to the MCU, and it was just the Iron Man movies. I think this would be a sufficient sequel. So, I, so I'm surprised. This is just me because I think the first two Thor movies are just bad movies. I'm surprised those aren't the two at the bottom. Honestly, I, I'm assuming they're up next or very close. But I like, I can't watch those movies anymore. I mean, there's there's other reasons why because there's been better ones. 
for multiple reasons. But like, man, I just think, especially the second one, is just yeah. a shit movie. <laughs> well, you're you're not far off. Let's just put it that way. And Power, okay. you uh, had Iron got? Man two at the very bottom, right? I had Iron Man two at I, 20, I should pull up mine. Twenty six. Yeah. So. Yeah, so uh, it was only power that had it on the very bottom. But okay. basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I like I like little things about this. I like Justin Hammer. I, I even don't mind Mickey Rourke. Like I like the introduction of War Machine. We had an actor change with Don Cheadle. Right. I thought a lot of it right. was was serviceable for sure. Yeah. Uh, but we are heading into Thor territory with twenty eight because we have Thor: The Dark World, and this is what I love about. I got to say, this is what I love about the MCU because. As much as this deserves to be in the bottom three, and it does, I think universally our bottom three connects with a lot of uh, people's, mm-hmm. at least for the at least for the Infinity Saga, like a lot of people's bottom three are these three. But the thing about the MCU and the unique thing about a cinematic universe is that you can actually lift, at least lift the spirits of a film. I think Endgame somehow made us care about this movie a little bit more than maybe we did. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to going back and rewatching it just for that fact alone. Uh, but yeah, All right, let Thor me know the Dark World goes, was, was referenced in Avengers Endgame, and I thought that was is, is a pretty stark reminder that this is a, a different genre of storytelling. Like, you can have long-form things that don't even pay off in the movie that you're in. They can pay off yeah. down the line, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it'd be a decade yeah. later and go, oh, maybe I didn't hate that movie as much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that that happens with movies in general. Like, there there are movies that I've been mm-hmm. like, oh, I remember not not enjoying this at all. And then it actually ends up turning out. So for sure, it, it, it happens for sure. Yeah. Um, I, I want to so surprise with our bottom three here. No, no. I think those are, those are the three, the three, the three bad ones, the three sort of, I think most people would agree, you know, not great, bad movies, just all in all. And they're probably at the bottom of most people's lists. And I would be surprised if, had that many higher than the bottom three it's like pretty universal <laughs> that they just are bottom great five. movies yeah and the other thing yeah, is I know, I, I know that um that eternals is sort of a mixed bag kind of thing but my vote did not go into eternals because i haven't seen it mm-hmm. um so wherever that ends up being placed i you know it doesn't seem like it's something i would enjoy is which is why it sort of like popped up in my head that it just based on other people's likes and stuff maybe it's not gonna yeah. be my cup of tea but Wherever that ends up being placed is, uh, is my my vote did not count towards that. So, um, well, hey, that's the fun of episode one fifty is that all of our listeners can go back and listen to all of our great reviews and all these wonderful MCU. Yeah, films. yeah. So we had an episode on it. <laughs> we Eternals. did. We yeah. were not universally panning that movie. No, so. <laughs> no, no, it's true. It's true. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I mean, right? Is because between the two of you, if you go back and li- if anyone goes back and mm-hmm. listens to that, and I, I listen to you guys talk about it too, it's just like. Um, Ian really enjoyed it and Mike did not. And it's like, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I might be somewhere in the middle or mm-hmm. I would be to Mike. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just. Knowing you, Dave, and your feelings in the MCU, you would not. Yeah. It, you, you would not. <laughs> for sure. But then again, yeah. but then again, it is Chloe Zhao. So you never know. But I know. Um, yes, exactly. Right. Um, I want to I want to play a, a small game every, every couple of movies. I want to see if yeah, we can yeah. guess what the Start. next like three are. Or okay. Something. So, okay. So go ahead. My my guess is um, so we've gotten what Thor two we have Hulk and Hulk we have and Iron Man two right yeah okay so I think it's going to be Thor Ultron and Ant Man that's my guess I don't know about you guys <laughs> all right let's hear them yeah you're not going to guess power oh um 
No, I, I think I, I agree with Dave. I, I know from my own rankings, like I have Captain America uh, next. And it's the, that's one of those things about my list that's different than like, you know, a lot of people's lists and probably most consensus lists is I did not like the first, um, oh, did I say Iron Man? I'd say Captain America. I did not like the first um, Captain America movie that much. Like when I came out of it, I was like, I didn't, I didn't really like it. And ever since I saw it in theaters, it's not, it's not been high on my list and it's been low, really low on my list. And, um, yeah. So maybe that will be a, maybe the next All three. Right. So what, what, are, like what are our next three then? Cause Ian, you have, you have the power. So you, you know, I, what's I yeah, do. And, and that's why I'm, I'm stopping to tease you for a second here. I did listen yeah. to your ranking episode. Mm-hmm. So almost had no notes was really, you know, I, I listened to it before we, before my episode, episode 25, I remember listening to it as well. And I was completely fine with your list for a couple of gripes power. You just mentioned one of them and Dave, <laughs> You almost went three for three on this guess because if you had just a little bit more respect for Avengers Age of Ultron, you would have stuck with your gut on Eternals. I thought at first you were like having yeah, a premonition Eternals. because you called Eternals and that's ah. our number 26. And, you know, it, it's a little unfair to Eternals because your uh, vote for it got automatically bumped to the bottom. So right. it's like I'm the only one kind of holding Eternals up above yeah, the, the bottom that's tree true. here. That's true. Yeah, but uh, at the same time, I do get it. It is like it's weird. It's this weird thing. They swung for the fences with it a little bit. Um, I think they went in a direction where people don't want them to do the same thing over and over. But then they tried to do something and it didn't appease everyone. So it's like, yeah. you know, yeah. then you know, do do they get stuck in the you know the rut of going back to the well and finding that formula again because they weren't too sure about how people feel about Eternals? Maybe, but we'll never know. Uh, Eternals for me is a little bit higher at 17, but you guys both at 29, so by default for you, Dave. <laughs> by default, yeah, yeah. Uh, fair. So right, yeah, Eternals, couple, not surprising for anybody else, but uh, Thor is the other unfortunate okay. bad boy. Now, I think it's okay to have these two first Thor films towards the bottom of the list, because we know one of them is going to be a lot higher. Um one of them in particular. Anyways. If it's so, not, I am not your guys' friends anymore. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. <laughs> but uh, the first Thor, uh, it's again, it's hard to rank these films, especially if you like them all. But I, I do think that it's a pretty solid origin story. It's a solid outing for Chris Hemsworth as the character. But then, of course, I think his character only kind of gets better as we get to Avengers and and beyond. So, uh, yeah, that's where Thor's at at twenty six. And then we have, oh yeah, so Eternals is 27, Thor is 26, and you almost went for three for three. So you know what the next one is. It's not Age of Ultron. Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Yeah. Ant-Man. So you did pretty well on that guess. See, I I genuinely really like the first Thor movie and the Ant-Man movie. So we're already in the territory of movies that I actually really like, and we're only on 23. <laughs> like, we're, we've only got I, I the think... three bad movies out of the way, and we're like right into the movies that I, I really yeah. like, and like... Like, oh man, We're those are to me those are good movies. I know, but yeah. those are already Ant-Man good movies. I can't believe yeah. it. I, I really, I know, really like. I know the you Ant-Man don't have. Movie. I don't know if Ian, if you have my, if you have our individual list in front of you or just the consolidated ones. But there's movies below Ant Man for me that I know you guys do not agree with. So it, it there's mm-hmm. there all of this stuff is is going to, um, is gonna is coming into play for where these things are going to be positioned. So mm-hmm. I want I want to hear. It's not a bad list so far, though. It's a consolidated list as like a definitive it's list. Bad. It's not bad. It's like it's not bad. Yeah, yeah. It, we're, we're, well, we're only lines, it lines we're only up. A few we're only yeah. a few in. So yeah. I'm I'm a really big fan of our overall top twenty. But like I already teased to you guys, like I, I think our top ten is like legitimately like 
It's yeah, a thing. Like, it's okay, definitive. So, like, there's no, there's no denying. Like, it, that, that's just it. It's just right. So let, let's just, let's get us to that top twenty. So, what are the next? What gets yeah. us to what? What gets well, us from here okay, to twenty? So, so the funny 20, thing 20, about Ant Man is like Ant Man okay. and Ant Man the Wasp. To me, they kind of rank similar, but I did slightly yeah, like. I liked the sequel a little bit better just because it was a little bit more uh, polished. Like, it just mm-hmm. had. Had it, it knew what it was. Um, it felt so, less like Iron Man. I think not me. I like the I like the original. I like the original. Yeah, yeah. No, hey, hey, it is what it is. Yeah, but so they're similar. Ant-Man. They're back to they're right beside each other in the ranking. Yeah, yeah. Ant Man at twenty five. We have Ant Man the Wasp at twenty four. Um, yeah. Now, dipping into twenty three. That's where like there's only twenty three films in the Infinity Saga. So this mm-hmm. is like every movie in you know the top twenty three is probably pretty good. Right? We're already getting into the really good movies. Oh yeah. This is where we have Captain America, the first Avenger. My boy, okay. he didn't even make the top 20 because of you guys. Yeah, okay. I don't like that movie. Yeah, uh, he's, it's, he's, I, he's got better movies, man. He's got yeah, better movies where yeah. he's the star. You know? yes. like, that's the thing. That's... I have this guy right at the down the middle at uh, 15, like just in the upper that's half fair. of the That's the totally fair. Yeah, that's no good. But, uh, but yeah, I think like I understand why you guys might not like it as, as much as, say, the rest of the Cap trilogy, yeah. which I think is arguably oh, yeah. the best trilogy in the uh sure. in the 100%. So, it is. So yeah, so we got Captain America the First Avenger. Now we're heading into 22. So Iron Man 3 is a good spot for this. It kind of felt like more of a Shane Black movie. It's like it was its own Iron Man story, but it wasn't too sort of invested in what happened in the MCU afterwards. It was kind of just wrapping up the Iron Man trilogy. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 21, we have Avengers Age of Ultron. So Okay. Yeah, I think I think here's a decent spot for it, but I also think like you guys are sleeping on this movie. It's 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 very integral to the MCU. It has a lot. It, it of is. It is. But the, lots of the th- But at this point, movies. at this point, everything's integral, or at least a lot of stuff is. Well, and not that, Iron Man that, three, in my opinion. But no, no, that's true. That's true. But but I but I enjoy watching ones that aren't integral. Like I'm fine with that. You know, like. Uh, whether it's integral or not to the mcu it doesn't come doesn't really come into my ranking i'm ranking it as like a movie on its own and it's like bonus points right if it if it can link up or if it can give you some some tie to the comic book or or get the pull later i'm always uh, i'm always in it for like the two and a half hour three hour experience and i always want them to, but I think the MCU does a decent job at it, but some movies get bogged down, and Ultron is one of them. I always want them to give me the best two and a half hour, three hour, or long movies experience they can, and try not to worry about the continuity too much, and just give me the best two and a half hour movie that they can give, and tell me the best story they can give. That's always what I want, and tying it all in is this impossible task that they that they do, that just adds a little extra for me, but like. I don't need it. I don't need it at all. I just need a good movie. I don't need it to tie in. I don't need it to set up threads. I don't need it to finish threads from previous movies. I, I want each of these movies to be able to stand alone and maybe we'll show my kids one day and just like whatever movie and, I want to show can. them and it makes sense. Many yeah. Many can, yeah. But Ultron is one of those ones that it, it suffers from all the, the problems of having to set up too many future movies, coming in with too much baggage from previous movies. And when I first saw Ultron... I'll never forget. Like I liked it more than the first Avengers movie. It's, and the way I do my rankings is I always do them right yeah. after. I, I always yeah, do them right after I see the movie. And I every movie. I feel like as long as I rank every movie right after I watch it, then every movie is on equal playing playing field. But then when I rewatch it, I I reserve the right to move it around in my ranking. So sure, Ultron moved, I've, I've moved from ahead of Avengers to the when I rewatched it this after back below where I think it belongs. I think it's not as good as. I, 
the first Avengers I've, movie. I've moved How top dare you? five around a couple times. <laughs> yeah. I, like I've moved stuff around. Every time you rewatch it, you might have a different feeling about it, right? So, yeah, like, yeah. I've remained in the top five, but I have a couple movies that moved around mm-hmm. in the top five. Yeah. Um, and that's, okay, so that's we're, completely we're fair. Uh, yeah, so so top 20, top 20, I think they're all really solid. It starts with uh, right. Doctor Strange. I think a lot okay. of these these solo outings, these origin stories, they do, in, a lo- in my opinion, feel like Iron Man, even even stuff like Black Panther, Doctor Strange, like a lot of, even, Ant- like, Ant-Man was different, but, like, they all have, like, a formula to them that kind of follows yeah. a similar yeah. path. But I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing, and I think Doctor Strange, like, he needed to go through certain beats to understand, like, in this greater sprawling saga, like, where he fits into it. So I think, like, the parallels between him and Tony Stark actually really work. I thought Doctor Strange was a good movie, and I think it deserves top 20 status. It's going to get oh, yeah. bumped, for me anyways, pretty quickly. That's just teasing ahead to the fact that I've seen Ant-Man mm. and the Wasp Quantumania. But, I mean, sure. it, you know, it's in here for the first top 20, top 30. It's in it's in the top 20, at least in the beginning. So I think it's a good spot for Doctor Strange. Same. Uh, I, have it, I have it at 14, so I probably have it highest of any of us. I really like the Doctor Strange. Yeah, I have it at 16, so yeah. not, not too yeah, far. Yeah, it was actually I, I, me. Enjoy, I enjoy the, the, the different crazy stuff about it. Um, yeah. But I also have the first one ahead of uh, Multiverse of Madness. So. Oh, that's <laughs> uh, yeah, that's so, true. There's that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it's a good Anyways, point. Okay. Um, We're with yeah, our had, top 20. I, what, what are, I had it what are at 21, so we actually, yeah. it, it improved its status from, the, from what I, I thought. Yeah, 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 yeah. So number 19 is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I think, okay. um, you know, even though it's down here at 19, it's probably in the top five solo uh, origin stories for me. It's a very like, good probably, solo one, 100%. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a great solo outing for Shang-Chi. And I think, like, Simu Liu in the role crushed it like i don't think we yeah. actually did this is probably one of the only ones in the top 30 that we didn't do an episode on but really um, oh we maybe, missed maybe, that. At, maybe at some point maybe when the sequel comes out we can revisit it or something yeah it's 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 good movie they're all good movies at this point i love i like really love all these movies at this point and um i like dr strange more than it so to see it this high um it's it's still deserving though in a way so it's funny. Okay. I saw. I had. I. I'd seen every Marvel movie in the theaters, and this was right around COVID time. And I. I saw it in the drive-in. That's what I always remember about that movie, because there was all this fear of going to movie theaters, or they weren't open, or whatever. So I remember uh, convincing wife power to come to the drive-in, which we hadn't done yeah. since we were like teenagers, and see this wow. movie. So I'll never forget that. But I Shang love that Chi. because it's a perfect segue into our number 18 because, uh, sorry, this would be number 17, mm-hmm. uh, Shang-Chi being the 18th. Uh, I also saw this film in the drive-in and it was so that I could keep my streak alive of seeing mm-hmm. the MCU films on opening night. And that was Black Widow. So nice. really like this one. it was a great one to see in the drive-in. because I. Oh, yeah, theaters, that so was, came out straight to Disney Plus, right? Well, it did. It's uh, like you could buy after, it like on Disney Plus, but it, or but it also came out in select right, drive-in, that's what it was. drive-in theaters. You at can the same buy time. it. Yeah, this yeah. was this one. This one is one of my my favorite solo ones. I was pleasantly surprised about this. I have it all the way up at eleven. I have this one oh, very wow. high. That's high. Yeah, I yeah. really really liked it. I I enjoyed it a lot. I think um, 
she's a she's great in this and it's a it's you know I, the what honestly i think the only thing that's sort of like we're talking about sort of where things place in the mcu and their significance mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff and the overall story and everything the, the one of the things that hurt this from being probably in the top 10 honestly from like a couple spots is that it felt like it was released at the wrong time and yes. a lot of that had a lot of that had to do with covid a lot of that had to do with where movies ended up being delayed and how they were shot and all those types of, so I think that that hurt it because it definitely would have felt like a, a slightly different movie, I think. Yeah. Um, but it's still very good. I, I really I really like this movie. No, I, I think I agree with you there. Like, I think it would be a lot higher for me if for some reason they had gotten it together and released this before the two Avengers films. Like, I think if this if this yeah. movie comes out after Civil War then I think it's even better, in my opinion, just because yeah, of the I agree. fact that I agree. they went there and then they set up. Imagine that setup for Avengers now. It's like you get these yeah, Avengers so movies much better. and, be and so then much her story, they, they really, what happens to her in Endgame, game, like everything would... Yeah, exactly. Like, they did her dirty. What they did well, having this been done after, is set up like Yelena Belova and you know yes. uh, Florence Pugh's character. But for yeah. uh, Scarlett Johansson, she, which, she which got her She was a standout of this whole movie. She was amazing. Yep. Yeah, she's great. Florence Pugh. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so we're now down to number sixteen, and it's Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. So I oh, ranked I, this movie did highly. Did I put that on my list yet? I don't know if I added um, that to my list. Yeah, you do have it. You have it at number twenty. Oh, I yeah, do. Oh, there eight, it is. I was like, oh, it's I eighteen for it. me. I think that's a fair spot for it. I, I think it's a yeah. fair spot for it. I, I actually think, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it, it's it's mid tier. Yeah. It's just okay. I, I found it just okay. It's cool, but it's just okay. That's that's it. It's yeah, good. So, it's just not better than the other seventeen great movies, right? That's all that's what it is for me. <laughs> oh, I, I, I have I have zero issue with where it's been placed, that's for sure. I'll yeah, well it's yeah. it's number sixteen, it's right on the line, so it's we're facing now the top half, the upper All right, we're in the we're half. in the top half. The MCU. We're we're past we're pa- we're out of the we're out of the basement we're headed on to the yeah. main level let's uh... <laughs> that award goes to captain marvel the first female solo outing uh female superhero solo outing of the mcu okay and we'll see if she can hold on to that spot after you guys have seen ant-man and the wasp quantumania we'll see where that fits in will oh, she right. stay in the top half mm. of the MCU? we'll have to see um mm. but yeah but yeah so captain marvel was a great movie for me i think like it's in a good spot here Personally, okay. I liked Wakanda Forever better, but you know, I know that you really like this one too, Dave. And, I, I uh, love this movie. I had such a good time yeah. with it. I thought it was awesome. I've rewatched it a couple. One of the one of the few solo ones that I've rewatched a couple times too. I, I really, really, really like it, and it, it. I think it's only honestly moved a spot or two for me after seeing it. I think I've seen it like three or four times now. It's it's great. It's a lot of fun. Power and I both had uh, this ranked all the way down at twenty. And, yeah. uh, and you you had her at number seven, so you I got, got a top ten. Man. Oh, that's movie. that's yeah, a I, big difference. I love this movie, man, dude. I I mean, me and I Dave did a whole episode of it, and we just praised it for a whole yeah. hour and a half. So I know I liked it too, but I like all these movies. So that's yeah. the tricky part, right? I, so. I will I will say this right just because we're talking about this movie specifically, but it's mm-hmm. number seven, and my number eight is Winter Soldier. So. That's which I gotta say, like I I, I said, I didn't have too many grapes when I listened to your episode, but that was (laughs) definitely one of them. (laughs) Yeah, Winter Soldier, it's me. This so Winter Soldier to me is one of the best ones, but Dave, I don't know, I don't know what you're thinking. But (laughs) what's funny about um, so on my letterbox, I I keep meticulous rankings of all these things, right? And I even have like 
a comic book master ranking where I rank all the comic Ooh. book movies. And I'll, and so like sometimes people look at them and stuff. And I'll never forget uh, the because it's a comment that's permanently on my list uh, is some like dude bro calling me out because I have Captain Marvel ahead of uh, Batman Begins. Because I think it's a better movie than Batman Begins, and he's like, "What do you mean? How is Captain Marvel better than Batman Begins? Like you're crazy! Like that. It's like what <laughs> stood out to him on my entire list. Like wear it like a badge of honor, my friend. Wear yeah, it. Man, oh wear yes, it. hell yeah, I do. I do wear it like a badge of honor. Good, I think it's a great movie. So yeah, he can suck it. <laughs> suck it, dude, bro. <laughs> suck it, dude. All right, bro. what do we what do we got next for the dude bros to get pissed off about? <laughs> All right, listen. So. Coming in at number 14, not surprised at all. I'm actually surprised it's as high as it is. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. I think Power was okay. the one keeping this one up. In number the 10 on my list. Yeah, number yeah. 10. 10. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah. My, mine's 14, so it's not too bad. Not too bad. Not too so bad. I had it at 22. I really like Guardians of the Galaxy, but, like, you know, it's almost as low as Iron Man 2 for me, and I liked Iron Man 2. I just mm. think it was like it was a serviceable sequel, but it didn't bring too, too much to the table, in my opinion. Sure. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so number 13. So, lucky number 13 goes to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. You know that Power and I have been championing this movie, uh, yeah. although it was actually me and Dave who had it similarly placed at 15 and 16. Power, you had it at Ooh, 11. At 13. Yeah. yeah. So I, I like that movie, but it, Jeez, yeah, I, I like it. But then when I'm looking at everything that made it in ahead, I can completely understand the next, yeah. uh, the next 12 I, films are just phenomenal. Like I think sure. I mentioned our top 10 is I'm really impressed with, but overall, like this top 12, 13, like are all movies. I really, really like. Yeah. They're, they're all, they're all decent movies for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What Number 12 being the godfather of the MCU, Iron Man. Robert Downey Jr., nice. directed by like Rob, John Favreau. I mean, the movie says it all. Like, you watch this, if you like it, you might want to see what else the MCU has in store. If you don't yeah, like this a... movie, it's going to be hard to get you on board. Yeah. For how important that movie is, it's almost like it's low. It's like, I think that's where it belongs, to be fair, if I'm just comparing these movies as standalone movies. But for how important that movie is to the MCU, I feel like that's kind of low, honestly. Like, on our, on our list yeah so. that, that's that's one of the movies that like the importance of what it is because it's first because it's you know has so much mm-hmm. going for it in that way as far as setting everything up it's one of the ones that definitely gets bumped because like for that reason you know the same reason yeah. we were talking about you know, 10 15 minutes ago like it definitely gets a little bit extra but it's yeah. still a decent movie like it's definitely not a poorly oh, yeah. written poorly no, put good. together movie even though it's so long ago at this point I think even by our list standards, it's a top 10 MCU film heading into Endgame. And then Endgame is probably the one that bumped it up. Uh, sure. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, right, so we're getting heading close to the top 10. What do we got? 11? Close to the top 10. The movie that just didn't make the cut in a lot of similar reasons, in my opinion, to Iron Man is Black Panther. An amazing oh, solo outing. Okay. Chadwick Boseman crushed it in the role. And the supporting cast in like all of Wakanda is amazing. And deserves yeah. to kind of have this sprawling story in the MCU. Um, you know, the fact that it didn't make the top ten, I think it's in my top ten. But uh, and it's just made ten for Dave. But I think Power had it a little bit lower at seventeen. Mike, what did you but do? Just Mike, on the cusp no. of being a top ten. <laughs> oh, now I feel bad. It's like now I feel like um, you oh, know, just man, because of funny. how much we love and respect Chadwick Boseman here, it should be in our top ten. Wow. But 
I'm just ranking it based on, you know, my feelings when I saw it. And, um, yeah, it probably wasn't my top 10 and all the other movies came out and it knocked it down yeah, to and it, in the teens. It yeah. Hey, and here's where I get to have some fun. Yeah. Me being the list master of the day. I okay. get to, I get to sit back and laugh at Dave as the reason why Black Panther is not in our top 10. Oh no. The movie that kept it from being in the top 10. It's Spider-Man Far From Home, baby! No, Top no. 10 status! <laughs> no! Go, Spidey, go! You guys must have this. Mysterio oh, Forever! Oh, Dave doesn't Pretty like high. that one. Mysterio I, Forever. I yeah. highly dislike this movie. Dave it had is, it at 24! Dave oh, was snap, like, man. Dave is pissed that we don't have Black Panther in the top 10. <laughs> Damn. If these yeah. switch spots, I would be like, yeah, whatever. It's fine. I'm okay with that. Um, Spider-Man is my boy. I have I, all three Spider-Man movies in my top 10. So like, he, those yeah. are the movies that's actually, Ian, you said Captain America is probably the best trilogy. Now that I'm thinking about it. It's clearly, for me, clearly it's the Spider-Man movies. So. Oh, no, because all I know. are pretty high. Yeah. No, you yeah, just, you just made a valid... No, you just made a valid point because I've always been saying Cap is the best trilogy, and that was before mm-hmm. I saw No Way Home. And mm-hmm. now looking at my rankings, um, yeah, I mean, it'd be hard to say otherwise. That, it's close. You know, it, yeah. has, it has to be Spider-Man or Cap, yeah, really. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, so, you know, Far From Home, hey. we both had it at number five. So, you know, we, we fought for it to be in the top ten. Um, but yeah, yeah. so yeah, I, a, my, my 24 can't beat with, with two, can't compete with two top fives. I can't, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, it's only eight, I it think, on my list, but it's, it it's is close. What it is, yeah. so. No, no, um, you, you have it at five, I'm pretty sure. No, I have no way home at five. I have far from home oh, at no, eight. You have, yeah, you have no, no way home at five. What's your number yeah, six? Um, my number six is Civil War. Okay. Yeah. Just oh, making, man. I'm checking my notes here. Mike, our, yeah, our lists are like opposite at some points. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so well, my right list now, is right and yours is wrong. So Yeah, sure, <laughs> sure. <laughs> so Spider-Man Far From Home was a pretty big movie. It was the movie to kind of, I called it the epilogue of the Infinity Saga because we just had the two major Avengers films in Infinity War and Endgame. And this was the 23rd film to kind of close off the Infinity Saga. And now we've started phase four as of uh you know as of black widow i guess so number or sorry number nine is the avengers so the first time they assembled we had you know iron man iron man 2 we had the incredible hulk we had thor captain america the first avenger and then we had avengers assemble is what they called it in the uk um so yeah man this is the I, first movie for this, me that's in the exact same spot records yeah this movie broke yeah. records this yeah. movie smashed yeah. like this is this yeah. movie is the reason like as much as iron man is the godfather of the mcu this movie is the reason why we have an mcu like yeah the, why the we MCU continue very to have e- it from well here. exactly yeah. like it, it very easily could have died after phase one if it flopped or well, something th- this like was that. the magic trick that they pulled which was pulling a bunch of people that had been in their own solo movies into one movie together and you'd have to have seen the other movies to sort of get it. And that was sort of, that was the first time Marvel pulled that trick was Avengers, you know? And I think the reason why it worked as well as it did is because yes, it pays off to have seen all of the other films, but I think it's such a good movie that it works as its own beast. Like if you just yes, kind of watch which it, what I was saying earlier, very like, well that's, written, yeah. you know, it always comes, I always go back to Stan Lee. And if you read Marvel comics, you know that um, 
every Marvel comic always sort of introduces you to the character in the first few pages or the first page is an explanation. And his mentality is always any comic book could be someone's first comic book. So you want every comic book, even though it's a continuing story, to be friendly to new readers. And that's what I think and what I hope they are bringing to the MCU, which is every any movie can be someone's first movie. You know, it could be a kid just turning, you know, the right age, eight, nine years old, to go see their first theater movie. And any movie, uh, someone should be, be able to jump into it and just enjoy, enjoy it on its own merit and not have to bring in any baggage or any previous things. So I do agree with you, Ian, that it 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 rewards you for seeing the individual movies a lot, but it also does stand alone and could be someone's first movie, an entry point, just like and most of these movies in the MCU, which is str- yeah, no. taken straight from the standing mentality of the comic books. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you guys great. have um, other movies or have hit other movies that are right on. This is the first movie so far that's on the exact same spot that I have it placed at, at number nine. Oh, wow. <laughs> is Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't hit that yet. <laughs> I just got that. Wait, I, I feel like that'd be pretty rare. I mean, the three of us put yeah, them together. So it is pretty um, rare. I'm just looking to yeah, see. I think yeah. I got it right, one at, f- right at nine. Um, okay. What do we got? Me what is, do we got at eight, Ian? The only yeah, the only one for me is Dead Last, which is the Incredible Hulk. That was my Dead Last. Oh, one, okay, so. yeah, okay, um, that, that, yeah. I guess that's a little bit easier. That doesn't count. So, yeah, so number number eight. Actually, let's let's is, do our let's do our guesses, Mike. What so we can get so we get to the top five, eight, seven, and six. What do you think they are? Um, I think I'm it's the two Spider Man movies and and Civil War. That's my guess. Okay, I think. Um, it is. I'm trying to think what we haven't mentioned yet. Yeah, Civil War for sure. I think Love and Thunder, and um, sadly, um, I think Homecoming. Those are my guesses. Wait, Love and Thunder? Yeah. Oh, we haven't hit oh, that you're, yet. You're you're right. No, you're right. Um, <laughs> sorry. I skipped over a phase four film that was pretty fairly low on our list. It was just the movie that actually it it was the movie that made it into the top twenty over Avengers Age of Ultron. So oh, it was just ahead Thor? just ahead of Doctor Strange. Ah, okay. So oh, Thor, Love, Love and Thunder we skipped over because it does not belong in the top ten, right? <laughs> no, like, I liked I liked it the most. Oh. I was the one defending that one on our episode, and even I don't so, think it belongs in the top. So, 10. Dave, I'll no. let you guess again. But yes, it, it was written Thor. So in my mind, we had just been like ragging on the Thor movies, and like, oh, oh it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, you know what? I think Mike's got it. Then honestly, I think it's it's probably both Spider Man and and Civil War. I think that's probably where it is. Yeah. Okay, so for number seven. Oh wait. Oh, say number eight. This is a point of contention I have with Dave. You almost, but I'm I'm still happy you made the top ten. Captain America: Civil War. Oh mm-hmm. man, that's top three for me, bro. Oh. You, have it at eight. you got it at eight because you have it at eighteen. That's eighteen. That's dirty baby. man. <laughs> that's dirty. You have to tell me what your main problem with Civil War is. Um, it's my like five or six yeah i just don't think that they portrayed i I, it felt like they needed two movies to make me believe that these two sides were pushing up against each other i think it just happened too quickly too conveniently just in time for a a battle at the at the airport which didn't feel like anyone was gonna die or any sacrifice like i know no one's nothing's gonna happen 
it just felt like they needed to do the civil war stories. So they just found a way to do it in two hours and 15 minutes. And it just did not feel like it had any weight behind it. And it felt really rushed in the first half uh, to kind of kick, kick the whole thing off. Like I really, to me reading civil war, like actually it's one of the main like comics that I have a big time stories that I had the hardcover with all the issues in and stuff like the, the first run of it. Oh, and that's amazing. Yeah. Um, it's great. I love it. But it was like, it takes a while for everything to kind of go out. And they just yeah. did not do it's that. It's very different so from its comics. It's very, uh, yeah. It's, and, and that, I think there's a little bit of disappointment with that. There's only a few series of storylines and comics that I, 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 I can remember really, really liking and following and being excited for. And this one, honestly, it just felt like it was too rushed and there was not enough. I, like Spidey comes in. That's cool and everything. But then I really know no one's going to die is because now Spidey showed up. So I just, yeah, n- nothing felt like it had any weight to it, unfortunately. And it felt rushed at the beginning. That's essentially what it comes down to. Yeah, I know Power and I have spoken on Civil War highly in that it was like the first comic crossover event to really get I, myself mm. into like collecting comics on a regular basis. It's such a good story. Um, it's such a cool a idea. I love basis. it. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it, Civil War has a place in my heart as a comic, but also this when this movie came out, it was my favorite movie in the MCU. It, it skyrocketed to number one, and it stayed in the top three. So that's tease ahead of what else we have nice. to talk about. But okay. uh, yeah, for me, it was a really good one. The other reason why I liked it is they really stuck with the fact that you know that fracturing of the Avengers actually mattered. Like the fact that uh, Tony Stark and Steve Rogers were no longer friends, it actually plays into the the rest of the infinity saga right so i like that too um but yeah number seven so getting close to our top five guardians of the galaxy the original the first yep. assembling it's a healthy of a spot new, for it to sit yeah yeah it's just like a assembling of a new avengers uh level type movie but you know with characters that we have never heard of basically is what it is sure it's, yeah it's you know rocket and groot you know a talking raccoon and a talking walking tree so it's just, like, just yeah second nature at this point right because of this movie really like, mm-hmm, exactly yeah and and uh i'm sure power you agree with that that placement for guardians of the galaxy because yep that's right where i had it pretty much but 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 the movie it's it is an amazing movie because yes rocket is a raccoon and it made us fall in love with and introduce the world to these characters that now everyone knows what who rocket is everyone knows who groot is you know there's a lot of movies that come out like eternals and it's like name a a few of the characters in eternals like no one can they have no cultural impact no one's buying i don't even know half the characters and even i forget all their names but no one's buying or there's no cartoons greenlit of um whatever the characters are in that movie there's no like action figures but there's yeah but there's like groot and rocket things and Star-Lord and yeah. Gamora things everywhere you look at like Toys R Us and everywhere. on Disney Plus and shorts. And it's like, they were nothing characters until this movie. So yeah. the movie, like you got to give James Gunn all the credit yeah. in the world for like, do this is a really first time that a comic book, a DC or Marvel comic book, like dove deep into the like bench and elevated yeah. a characters, elevated yeah. characters into the mainstream. So yeah. that's how good the movie is oh. basically. I agree. I was also going to say, like, James Gunn is a testament to what he brought to the table in the MCU. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a situation where he actually took such an obscure comic book 
that I think he actually elevated from what actually is in the pages of the comic, like the, the original material. Like, yeah, he, I mean that's something. Like that's something. characters that weren't even original members, and he just made his own team. And he did, you know, something similar to what he's done with the Suicide Squad after the fact, but like just things that James Gunn would do with the property. I think it's perfect for what he did for Guardians of the Galaxy. Nice. Yeah. Um, All right. So, so we yeah. got one more before the, the top five. The movie what, what just misses the top. Just five? misses our top. I have a five. feeling what it is, and I feel like well, I'm going to be disappointed by it. No, Dave, you called this. It was Spider-Man uh, Homecoming. And it's because... Yes, yeah, uh, I'm disappointed have, about that. You're disappointed. I love this movie. <laughs> you had it in your top five. You had it at number yeah. four, I think. And yeah, uh, for Power Myself, yeah. like, when this came out, it was definitely up there for me. It's just that there yeah. have been so many good movies since then that have pushed it down. Still in my top ten. That's my number nine. This is the, my, the my third eight. of my Spider-Man. This is my least favorite of the trilogy. Really? Which is crazy, because oh, when it came out, like, I loved it. But it's my oh, least favorite. This is by far my favorite one. By far. I love it. I think it's great. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think oh, I'm, I'm yeah. leaning towards Mike on that one. But at the same time, I feel what you're saying, Dave. Like when this came out, yeah, I love this movie. The bits, you know, I loved um, Michael Keaton as the Vulture. Put some respect back on Spider-Man's name is what it did after the travesties <laughs> that we got. The two, the two travesties we got before it. I was devastated from the from the Andrew Garfield with the amazing Spider-Man movies. Devastated. <laughs> Uh, by those movies and we talked we did we, we we reviewed them and i you know i gave my opinions and my reasons why so go back and listen to those episodes if you want to hear why those are terrible spider-man movies but so whenever uh, homecoming came out it was like new life it was like oh, breath, breath of fresh air it was like the greatest thing to happen the spider-man character in years for me bringing him back to respectability in my opinion and so um that's how much i really liked homecoming and, but that's also just how much I like that trilogy and the sequels, yeah. considering Homecoming is, they're really close to each other in my ranking, but Homecoming actually comes third, which is crazy. But yeah, I, I really do like that movie, Dave. So it's, it, it, having you having your top five is, um, I respect that for sure. It, yeah, it's comfortably sat at four and five since it was released. Like it's, yeah. I, I've loved it from the beginning. So um, we Respectable. have- respectable yeah it's respectable. What's thanks, even guys, more thanks guys for respecting me thank you <laughs> um <laughs> it's uh, every film in this top five because yeah all exactly so so now we have just our top five and mike we're gonna we're gonna guess the order of the top five the two of us because ian has the power mm. and he knows what the ranking is so what do you think it is from five to one what do you think the rankings are so I think it goes, uh, I think actually my top five is the top five, which is, is crazy. <laughs> yeah. So this is my top five is in there in some order. So I think it probably goes probably Winter Soldier, which hurts my heart, but I think you might have be lower on that, Dave. And then probably No Way Home. And then I think it's Thor and then the two Avengers movies, um, Infinity War and then Endgame number one. And yeah, you, you, you might you might be right on. I my my guess would be flipping uh Winter Soldier with uh Spidey, but otherwise I I think that's it. That's the only difference mm-hmm. I would say. Okay. That's what I would go. Yeah. Okay. So you have very similar orderings of the top five. Yeah, that's I, um, I, I don't I think the top three is the top three. I think it's it's just I know you guys I, I'm pretty sure I know for a fact that it's endgame. And Infinity War one two, but your mm-hmm. threes might be one off from each other, 
but mm-hmm. and you guys know that Thor Ragnarok is one for me. So, mm-hmm. but when everything's that tight, I don't know that it makes a massive difference. Yeah, I don't so, know to push it. Okay, let's yeah. see it. Yeah, let's all see right. It. Let's okay, let's. Uh, uh, number let's five. See our, what's, our, what's our five four? Yeah, mm-hmm. is number five is no slouch. Captain America: The Winter Soldier, arguably yeah. the best. Damn, that was my number one for the longest time. That was my number one MCU movie for the longest time until the two. Avengers movies came out, uh, but so seeing it at five is kind of that hurts a little bit, but it's still a respectable, still <laughs> a respectable right. position. But right, it's, it's still top five. It stays it's... Fall. Yeah, he needs to rewatch that movie now. I actually do. I actually do need to rewatch the movie. <laughs> Listen, it's a top five MCU film. It's actually just outside of the top five for me, but that's just because the, the most recent ones have been so sure good. Sure. Um, that it's it's eventually fallen, but it is definitely a, in the conversation of top five MCU, hundred percent. And it, mm-hmm. it is a, such an important movie because, like Power, you're one who says the first Avenger not that great or whatever. It's an origin story. How are you going to take like such a cookie cutter character like Captain America and make him like relevant and make him not only relevant but like he became my favorite hero in the MCU next to Spider Man. Like that's how crazy yeah. Winter Soldier was. It was yeah. just like this serious spy thriller in a world where, like, all most of the MCU films are like a bunch of Canadians liking Captain America, right? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, exactly. How's that happen? We are failures to our country. <laughs> it's 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 because they made him uh, disassociate from the government, right? Like, they made the government evil and him the hero. That's why we all like it. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, it's more surprising what could take, uh, you know, what could rise above something like the Winter Soldier. Sure, yeah. For what me, do we got? That's number four, Spider-Man No Way Home. Okay. We've had a great nice. episode on this podcast talking about how much we love this movie. Yeah. And I think it's because, in a lot of ways, we think, okay, the Avengers in general, we said, was an impossible feat. They did it. How'd they top that? With Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame. Smashed the box office. And for the most part, one over audiences with spider-man they not only cared about the like spider-man's origins of the mcu and you know its previous two films in a trilogy capper in uh, homecoming and far from home it also made us care about the original spider-man film and the amazing spider-man that power was just dogging on they made us care about those movies again and we we watched them all to get ready for it and it was great they but, pulled that off that but, was the magic you know it also br- it also brought back the best uh parker so you know hey it's fine it's- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god no he's the worst peter parker he is the- I, I, okay whatever we did full we did full things on it he is not the best spider-man they are not the best movies they're definitely the worst Peter Parker is not supposed to be special he's supposed to be anybody he's not supposed he, to be oh my dad is special and i got these powers because i'm a special little boy and I, my dad's that's, that's my blood is special and blah 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 that, that's Anyways. not his fault that's not his fault though that's the right <laughs> no it's movie. not the actor's fault the actor's yeah, fine the, but the yeah. part the character of Peter parker anyways go listen to our anyways, review <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I can't I mean, stand it. It bugs me. Yeah, we definitely can't tell, Mike. We can't tell. <laughs> we did our homework with this one. You can go back and you can listen Mike's to so all I, of our... Stop, okay, let's stop saying the word Spider-Man. Mike's just going to get pissed. <laughs> but I will say this. Not only is it deserving a top five MCU spot, in my opinion, but it also launches Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin into top yes. five uh, 
Oh my god, yes. Marvel villains or MCU yeah. villains. Bringing him back. Yeah, oh, that yeah. was that was the cherry on top. That was bringing yeah. him back was what put this movie over the edge, 100%. Yeah. And he's just like again, we talked about it, but he's just so fucking perfect for it. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. And they found a way to get rid of the helmet. That's Bringing Andrew Garfield here into did a lot for me because he's. I do like Andrew Garfield a lot as an actor, and it's not his fault what they did with with the character of, in yeah, in yeah. the two movies he was in. And so, it's like now I've seen him in something that I like. Right? It's like <laughs> it's redeeming. It's redeeming him. It's redeeming him. It's letting him have a little redemption too. Right? So well, yeah. So now when you meet Andrew Garfield, you can be like, oh, you're in that movie that I like, as opposed to oh, thank God, thank movie. God, this movie came out so that I didn't have to just <laughs> complain about you about you. Yeah. Dude, you know what? I used to hate your guts. But then, <laughs> yeah. but then you had no way home, and now I kind of like you. Now I tolerate man, you. Man, you used well, to suck, but now I'll actually watch you and stuff. Yeah. Well, to be honest, it puts him in a unique position where if they made another Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movie, I would be pumped for it. See, no! No! Uh, and they're gonna do it now, Power. So you have to. Enjoy okay, it. we gotta oh go talk to Mike before Mike jumps out a window. We gotta- okay, top three. Uh, it's no surprise to anyone who's been listening to our gracious host Dave rave about this one. But our number three is Thor Ragnarok. Bullshit. No, it did Bullshit. not stay in number one spot. But we have two big movies to talk about that took us Thor. Yeah. Right, right where it belongs. Right where it belongs. Number three. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> right where it doesn't belong. Um, At yeah, least whatever. it's close it's just, enough. You only have to it's tap just, two I, to get it. I know it's never going to be number one, and that's fine. The fact that it's even in the top three, I am all for it. It is probably, like I've said before, I, I honestly think it it could very well be always be my favorite one. Um, this is just the Thor yeah. franchise has been tricky in the MCU. We've seen the pendulum swing, yes. right? We have, absolutely. we have the Dark World, and we have Thor almost like towards the bottom of the list there. And then we have Thor: Love and Thunder, which is pretty much you know it's number twenty, so it's just making the top twenty, but it's still on the lower end of that list. So yep. it's just yep. a matter of this struck the perfect balance, in my opinion. Like it wasn't full blown Taika Waititi; <laughs> it was like. You know, it was uh, it wasn't written. It was only directed by Taika. So in this case, like it just managed to pull off. The but his hands are all over this movie, though, all over. It. Oh, Even the right hundred percent. No, hundred yeah. percent. But I think with Love and Thunder, he just had free reign, and it didn't feel as like connected as I would say. Yeah, well, it was, but it was a different movie, and it was supposed to be right. Like that's he's, oh, yeah, yeah. he has said that he tried something different. He, he tried, tried something different. different. Yeah, yeah, which I which I actually. I like that movie better than you guys. I really respect that. But the interesting thing about the Thor movie is the biggest swings in quality of any of them. You know? Yeah. It's like the Ant Man yeah. movies are like they're all kind of near the middle. Same with the Black Panther movies, they're all kind of near the middle. But and, but like Captain America, it's like and um they're all high. Spider Man and Guardian, like they're all kinda high, where it's like Thor is like the worst and the best. You know? That's yeah. kinda funny. Yeah. The fact that well, we yeah. have like really talked about Thor for almost 20 spots and then previously didn't talk for another 10 spots. Like it's, it's a huge difference. And honestly, like I honestly, I think it's because of Taika's involvement. Like I, I think that is why the movie is what it is. Despite like his direction of where the characters went, how fun they are. Like it's just everything from literally the first scene is different. And to me, I think like we talked about how 
a lot of these movies are really like monumental to what the MCU is. I think this is monumental to what the MCU is, even though it's it so is, yeah. in some ways it's a self-contained story in some ways, not completely, but some ways, but they change so much about such a major character and it mm-hmm. makes the p- movies after this better, I think, because of this. Movie. Well, I mean, we, so. we talk about greatest yep. trilogy of all time and we've talked about in the MCU how the better trilogies are Cap and Spider-Man, but you could argue that this trilogy of our top three in chrono- chronological order is like the best trilogy, but it's a spiritual. Yeah. Trilogy. It's not an yeah. official trilogy. Yeah. But so it it's, it's like Infinity that, War and then Endgame? Is that is that how it... Well, I mean, you know, if you're... Yeah, Thor Ragnarok leads us into Avengers Infinity War, which is our number two spot. Okay. And that was Universal. Mm. So it's the only pick that we uh, all chose number two. Number two. Uh, the only pick that we all have the same. So there were oh, others. No. Oh like yeah. Oh yeah. That's us. right. Yeah. Yeah. There were yeah. others where two of us had the same, but like this was the only one. Where Interesting. Okay. Uh, so, yes, the movie. Endgame as our number one. Yeah, Endgame. That's <laughs> fitting. It's fitting. So Thor, you know, has to go up against these big ensemble movies. It ends up being the top of any of the sort of solo. Yeah, there's like Loki solo in it, but the yeah. solo and Thor and Hulk in it, but. So like it's like the top of any of the solo movies, and then it, it can't compete with like the the weight of Endgame and Infinity War. Which no. Infinity War is number two, but I still maintain, and I said it in episode fifteen, Infinity War is the greatest cinematic experience of all time. If you were there for opening night of Infinity War, or you were or you were like a fan of the MCU and you had this movie experience in the movie theaters that we did, there would be nothing like it probably in your lifetime. You'd had nothing like it before. You know, a buildup of twenty some odd movies for this crazy twist uh, ending that no one saw coming. What I, I will still maintain is the greatest cinematic experience I've ever oh, had yeah. watching that movie. Yeah. And I agree with you because I was sitting right there next to you, and there yeah, was we were there no, opening night. Yeah, yeah. There's there's no argument there because it happened before Endgame. But I would say that Endgame mm-hmm. comes close to being just as good in terms of whatever. Endgame is my number one movie. It's a better movie, but I'm just saying as a like cinematic experience bring everything into it and like the way you felt leaving the movie and the build up to the movie like it's yeah. more than a movie at that point right it's more of like an experience that it was, right, you had to be there to, to sort of because we all I, I, saw, I saw it three times the week it came out yeah and we we all <laughs> lived that gap times. right we lived the gap from the snap until we yes. had to figure, figure then, out yeah, what the, happened yeah. end game we had to wait mm-hmm. that through, and it was only a year, but it was like, oh, my God, yep. what's going to happen? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, good times. No, no surprise that these are one and two, I think. Um, mm-hmm. You know, some people might be surprised that Ragnarok is three, but I think our top five in general is, is very close to being universal. Like you said, Ian, our 10 are all must-see movies. Yeah, I think they're must-see movies, honestly. Like, Oh, yeah. Um, I think if I look at our list, it's a great list. I, I'm happy with it. I think... Yeah. Um, if I'm looking at other lists around the internet, what stands out is that like Iron Man, Avengers, and Black Panther seem to be a bit lower than what sort of the internet consensus would be. Like we didn't have those movies in our top ten, and I see those movies a lot of times in the top one or top three. Gotcha. So that's maybe the one spot where we kind of differ. Um, the other, the other interesting observation I have is re-listening to our episode, Dave, when we were doing our rankings. Yeah. We were right in the throes. We were right in the throes of 
Ragnarok, Infinity War, and Endgame coming out. And we just kept saying, like, man, what the Marvel Cinematic Universe is doing is crazy. Imagine if it just gets better. Imagine if they just keep getting better. Imagine if the movies just keep getting better. Where can it go? And it's like, now that there's 30 movies, it's like they've they've actually dipped a little bit. They've actually dipped and plateaued a little bit in quality, in my opinion. None of the new movies have cracked our, you know, top, top. Right. You know, if you think about Love and Thunder and Multiverse right. of Madness and Walk On to Forever, it's like they've seemed like we were at the point where it's like they're all amazing. Iron Man was amazing, and this was he, the first. was amazing. Face on, and then maybe for you, it's like I kept having to redo my top three, my top five after every Marvel movie, yeah. and now it seems to have you know that momentum and that quality of getting better and better and better. Like you, you know, how can you keep that up, right? So they may have, no. in my opinion, plateaued a little bit in their movies. So hey, right, I will play devil's advocate here because they, there's they a peaked lot. in high school, Mike. That's what it was. Yeah, they peaked in high school. Yeah, basically. Hey, in this in this little niche space that we have of like nerd movie, comic book movies mm-hmm. on the internet, there's a lot of talk that I see about the MCU and it's like the fall of the MCU and all this. I will play devil's advocate and I will say we had 10 years of amazing movies, but they weren't like, like the first phase was not like the best movies you've ever seen. It was just the coolest thing out at the time. And then it gradually got better. So when you look at our top three, it's like from 2017 through 2019, we had the best movies of the MCU could offer, right? With Ragnarok, Infinity War, Endgame. But Endgame is only number one because they stuck the landing. Now we're basically yeah. starting from not rock bottom, but we're starting from like square one, just like a little bit with with some legacy establishment from everything that came before. But we're still forging a new path with like this multiverse saga. So I think a- like, aspects of it are are starting. Well, you're saying you're saying a quality dip is expected, and then it builds back up. But what I'm saying, which is fine, which is fair, and I don't disagree with you. What I was saying is, listening to the episode, me and Dave, we were literally saying like. It just gets better every movie. It's dude, like it gets better and better, and there's Thor, and there's Infinity War, and there's again. It's like if it's gonna keep going, it's just gonna keep getting blown up each other and getting better and better. And it's like it had that clearly hasn't happened. It's plateaued, and it's like you said, Ian's building itself back up. But like we were so excited at that point because every movie we got was like, like that's that three movies in a row. Like how can you not get excited? Like you saw Ragnarok, you saw Infinity War, you saw Endgame, and you're like, oh man, it's just getting better and better, and they're up one upping it. Like so. so yeah. think that though the Avengers movies it would, it's hard to imagine a world where they surpass our top two what they're building towards could very well like in what they took 10 years to do in a couple of years they can very well ramp it up still we it could it could yep that's 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 more realistic we were just like in the in it you know that we were just like the excitement level was off the chain now what you're saying I'm in agreement it's a more much more realistic approach to like bring it back down and build it back up you know what i mean that's so hey maybe when we're talking about these next avengers movies the kang dynasty and all that it's right back up to where where we were yeah hey man when we hit 35 40 38 movies whatever it is whenever we 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 do this next um i think there's gonna be yeah i mean maybe there's gonna be some some shifting around somewhere in our top 10 to 15 i think is fair uh as far as top five goes i still would be surprised because these movies I would love I would love for a movie to come up and be number one yeah. I would I, that's what I want I want another movie to come up and give me that feeling of Endgame and like be cool. the best movie so yeah. that's or, or the bar close. 
Really for me, the bar right now is like yeah. no way home, right? Because like our yeah. Winter yes. Soldier, like yes. our top five, because basically like mm-hmm. Winter Soldier, I did not expect to be good and it was. No way yeah. home, mm-hmm. my expectations were high and still they managed to meet it. So it's right. like that's around the quality where I would like a movie would have to blow me away to kind of crack that top. Five. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think that's like it's a high bar, obviously. And a lot of these movies set high bars constantly, which is exactly what you're talking about, Mike, is that they kept upping themselves and, yeah. and kept going and everything. But I, yeah, I think I think No Way Home is is that like is that bar? Because at this point, they did something that we didn't expect, just like they did with Endgame and Infinity War and, and leading up to it and everything. But there's something about that movie that doesn't feel quite like those ones, like those two movies. It's sort of it's standalone, but it's also had a a, a build up to it. And maybe in two or three movies, we'll get to that point uh, as far as enjoyability and just like how much people will generally like the movie, but also just where the story's going. But I think we still need a couple movies for that because it's an unfair comparison, I think, to do like Quantumania, for example, to what No Way Home is like. It's just it's not it's not in the same yeah. It's not in the same thing. Like you just, you can't really, you can't quite make it the same, but, um, but I, I, I don't know. I mean, we haven't seen Quantumania yet, Mike, and there's still lots of movies to go, but um, I think we have a pretty healthy dose of pretty damn good movies to watch. Yeah, man. It's an um, impressive top 30. I really liked our top 10. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I'm good with it. I'm good with I it. I poked yeah. fun at some of your choices when you did your initial ranking episode, but I think the one thing I was laughing at, honestly, was, this age of Ultron. So Avengers age of Ultron, it was the sequel to the Avengers and yeah, you guys don't rank it very high, but I remember Dave, you were talking about how you didn't like, uh, particularly the new characters introduced like, uh, Wanda Maximoff and the yeah, vision. Should, yeah. And that, they, that was not like a part of the movie that was like a lot of people. That's a high point of the movie, right? Like it was a high yeah. point of the movie. For still, me. This, still the same funny for to hear you talk like that because, when we fast forward and we've covered, you know, WandaVision and everything, your opinions of those characters have really like come up since then. Right. So it's like, they, they've definitely come up. I, I yeah. think they definitely come up because they've done more interesting things with them. Whereas yeah. I think how they established them was not interesting enough for me. They are interesting characters, but they didn't do anything with them initially. But yeah, you're right. They're definitely on the lower part of my list of like, Oh, I want to see what these characters do next. But during yeah. Ultron and just after that, I was like, it, oh, and I used, I also, this is the same thing. I, I listened back to like a clip from, I think it was like our most anticipated like 2021 shows or something. And I think, Mike, you brought that show up. You brought uh, WandaVision up. And I was like, yeah, this is the only thing I am not excited about. <laughs> yeah, I remember you saying that too. <laughs> I just I do not care about these characters. And I did, and I didn't. And I, I still don't yeah. love that show, but I like. I really enjoyed what they did with the characters and I still care more about them now than they did. So it did its job for someone, even in my position um, yeah. who, who doesn't love them, but still cares about them more than I did before. So that's and I something. think I subconsciously passed over Thor love and thunder when we were talking about it, because <laughs> uh, it's the movie that kept Avengers age of Ultron out of our top 20 officially. So, oh yeah. yeah. But you know mm. what? It, it it needs to be ahead of Ultron because Korg is in it, and that's all that matters. Ah, <laughs> brutal. <laughs> that's just me. I know it's just me. I know it's just me. Uh, but um, I'm happy. I'm happy where our definitive list lands. I think yeah. a lot of people will probably identify with a, with a lot of it, and uh, yep. you know, our bottom. Three, I, I'm gonna put it three, uh, when I edit it and everything. I'm gonna put it in our show notes so everyone can see the full list, and then they can hear us uh, uh, talk about it and. Uh, 
and have um, heart attacks over uh, Amazing Spider-Man, and uh, it'll all be in there for everyone to to enjoy. So, uh, <laughs> and then they can disc- then they can go back and discover our Amazing Spider-Man review episodes if they want exactly. to hear more, yeah, exactly. of, uh, more of that. <laughs> yeah, multiple episodes going through the Spider-Man movies. So that exactly. was a lot of fun rewatching the Spider-Man. It was. That was fun. That yeah. was that was a, that was a good. It's time. fun to get angry all over again. You guys t- tortured me with that one. <laughs> no, it was fun. I'm just kidding. You're you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, okay, Mike. Uh, until we get to Quantumania, until we get to some more MCU stuff, where, where's everyone finding our stuff online? Yeah, that's uh, on social media at Day Back In. Find us on basically all the social media platforms, and that's our handle at Day Back In. The podcast is called Back in My Day. Find it on your podcast app of choice, and we have a Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Back in My Day. We uh, will be putting stuff up, hopefully, on Mandalorian and all that. Like uh, We usually review the Disney Plus shows. I have been away on official Jedi business with the new Padawan. Eddie. So Eddie. it's been a bit, it's been a bit uh, light on the Patreon lately, but we hope to get back to it, and we thank you, uh, anyone who supports us there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thanks for being patient with us. We have sort of like infrequent releases at this point, but hey, you mm. know what, man? We're old as shit at this point, and uh, life gets in the way. So, yeah. <laughs> patrons, feel free to yell at us if we're not releasing enough. I'll yeah, honestly, yeah. <laughs> if, any, if anyone should be, if anyone should be, it's that. Yeah, absolutely. So, no, take, um, take sympathy. We got we got Padawans in the house. Okay, we got, take we got Padawan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, or at least you do anyway. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what our excuse is, Ian, but Mike does. <laughs> yeah, you guys. Y'all are Ian and Dave, not me. I can't wait to start talking about The Mandalorian so that Power can rave about his favorite ship that he helped build. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That ship, I do not like that ship. I, that, in the episode, the first episode, was the only problem I had was that ship. Yeah. I freaking love that ship. <laughs> we I shall have figures. it. I have yeah. it on my shelf. I have the Lego version of it right there. Oh, yeah, there you go. The yellow, yeah. the yellow version, the original version. Yeah. No, I have the Lego Mando. Oh, yeah, the Mando one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just shit. got it when it came Damn. out. Damn. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll have more Mando talk. We got to do it now. Oh, yeah. uh, we got. We got to get Mike tease fired that. up again. So. Tease <laughs> that. All right, everybody. Thanks uh, for way. joining us, gentlemen. This thanks is the for, way. Uh, for sticking with us, and uh, on to the next MCU gem. Bye. And remember, I could do this all day. All day! All day! (laughs) You don't understand? I do. I, I understood that reference.